Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 50 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host, Chris Laverick, and not only is it episode 50, but it's the Crimbo special. And as it is the 50th episode, we've got a massive guest this week in our boss, Gary Elphick. He talks taking over the reins, imparting his vision, and loving you use fans. Also on the show, it's Christmas, so we've got to have a top five Crimbo face-off between myself and the man who keeps us all safe, Safety Dave. And finally, it's the SBTS Fan Roundtable. And as it's Christmas, there's a special Crimbo visitor or two. Enjoy, Hastings fans. But before that, here's a few voices from past and present on this podcast hitting a fine 50. Footwork good to get him there and the execution of perfect. And gets him to 50. Hi guys, how you doing? This is um, Daniel Ajakai speaking. Just a quick message to wish everyone at Hastings a big, big Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I also want to give a big, big massive shout out to Chris and his podcast. It's called Sussex by the Sea. And congratulations on the 50th episode and many, many more to come. Fans, keep listening, keep tuning in, keep following and um, uh, miss you guys dearly. And I hope everyone's keeping safe during these tough times and hopefully see you guys all soon. Have a great Christmas, guys. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and it's also the 50th episode of Sussex by the Sea. I'd like to congratulate Chris on this amazing achievement and the amazing support he shows Hastings United Football Club and myself personally. So 50 in and 50 not out. At the same time, I'd like to wish all the United supporters a very Merry Christmas, and we look forward to seeing you on New Year's Day. Hello, it's Ollie Bayliss here, dropping by to wish everyone at Hastings United a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year as well. A huge congratulations to the excellent Sussex by the Sea podcast for their 50th episode. 50 episodes, guys. Well done. Huge achievement. I don't think I've ever managed 50 of anything. So well done. Great stuff as ever. Keep up the good work and hope everyone has a very lovely Christmas. Hello, Mr. Laverick. This is Mr. John Windy Gale. Just want to wish you all a happy Christmas and a happy new year. And I always want to say this first, it always goes out to the volunteers before anyone else. For me, without them, the club just doesn't exist. So well done, everybody. Well done, Chris, for your great podcast. Been really enjoying that, as you know. All the fans, everybody, all the players, the directors. Let's just hope we get out of this league. Uh, Keep your fingers crossed. Have a great one, everyone. Ta-ta! Hello, this is Steve Bone here, sports editor at the Hastings Observer. Just want to say, firstly, congratulations to Chris on his 50th episode of the Hastings podcast. I think it's a terrific service that you offer fans. Chris, well done for reaching 50, and I'm sure fans are looking forward to the next 50 before the 100's up. Also, Merry Christmas to all Hastings United fans. Hope Santa brings some points against Whitehawk and Lansing over the festive period, and do look out for all the latest from the pilot field. The thoughts of Gary Alfick and all the match reports online at hastingsobserver.co.uk and in the Hastings Observer, which is out on, I think, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So uh, pick up a copy if you can. Chris, it's Aggie. I hope you're well. Just wanted to firstly wish you a massive congratulations on your 50th podcast. Done a great job. During my time at Hastings, you was always a fantastic supporter and, and always um, 
always helped showcase um, the good work that was going on on and off the pitch with uh, what was a brilliant podcast um, that I was lucky enough to have been a part of and uh, really enjoyed um, being a guest on your show so congratulations 50th episode fantastic mate on a, on a wider note just want to wish everyone uh, Hastings supporters staff on and off the pitch players a massive happy Christmas and uh, new year I hope uh, hope everyone's safe and well hope everyone enjoys the festive break and uh, hopefully um, hopefully I'll come down and, and see the team over the, the festive period and picking up more points which um, no doubt Gaz, Brownie and co will, um, will be trying their best to achieve most importantly hope everyone's safe and well happy Christmas, happy new year well done Chris on a fantastic podcast, 50th episode Yo everyone um, Jake Elliott here just wanted to say a big shout out to Sussex by the Sea podcast and congrats to Chris for reaching 50 episodes. Hopefully there's many more to come. And um, a big shout out to the Hastings fans as well. Keep supporting the team. And hopefully I'll be down soon to watch a game with you guys. Hello Chris, George here. Happy 50th episode of the podcast. Been great fun to be part of some bits of it. And even more fun listening to lots of your interviews, round tables. Uh, you've done a great job, mate. It gets better and better, and you've brought fans closer to the club, and I think you should be really proud of it. So, well done. Happy 50th. Keep it up. And now over to our head honcho, Gary Elphick. Hey, Gary. Chris, how we doing, mate? We're all right. I've got to wear it because it's, it's Christmas. I got it, mate. Sorry. Still you got it on. You had it on for the last three days, didn't you? <laughs> no, that was the... Um... Oh, the big one. That was the big one, mate. Oh, no. I, do, I do love a bit of Crimbo, to be honest. Brilliant. No, but, good uh, man. Well, it's an absolute pleasure, an absolute honour to have the boss on, Gary Elphick, for <laughs> episode 50 of this podcast, the Crimbo edition. I didn't warn him to wear a Christmas hat, so that's the reason why that he's not got a Christmas hat on. There's been quite a lot of change. I only spoke to you, uh, Gary, I think it was about the 1st of October. Yeah. And we went through, obviously, your all the stuff you've done in your career and everything. And now I'm talking to you now, you're the boss, you, you sit, you've come in, you've settled things down. I mean, you know, where everyone says you're a dressing room leader, you know, you, you, you're the voice in that dressing room. That change from dressing room leader to boss, I mean, you've done it before, obviously, with Worthing, but like, how did it feel this time? Yeah, it's, it's slightly tough because, to be honest with you, I, um, I am one for the banter. I like being amongst the lads. Um Obviously, you've got to draw that line in the sand to sort of say, you know, you are the boss and, you know, this, this is how things are, are getting done, you know, going forward. And, um, you know, you never know how the guys are going to take it on. You know, we spoke after the game on Saturday and I just, that, that, that was, I, I almost, I, I get emotional. Do you know what I mean, I'm an emotional fella, you know, I love Hastings mm. and I want to do what's good for the club. And um, I just, I thank them for actually buying into what myself, John Meany, who I brought in, and the other management team, especially Brownie, Ben Cornelius, and Pete, Bobby. They're, they're, they're great guys. And they've, um, some some players, especially the senior players, could have fobbed it off. They thought, well, yeah. you know, this ain't for us. and But they've bought into it. And um, obviously, the turnaround's there to see. One thing I would say as well, it's not like you're taking over a rocky ship, you know, mm. at, Ags had laid the foundations, you know. Aggie was one hell of a manager, uh, would go down as one of the all-time greats of Hastings. So everything that Aggie's built up in the last three or four seasons since he's been at the club, the youth, the food chain coming into the first team, standards, how they were set, 
you know, there was only going to be a little few tweaks that I had to do personally, just to put my personality on it anyway. Um, so Aggie's got to take a lot of credit. And whether we achieve this year or don't achieve, Aggie has the, the biggest amount of respect from myself and, and from the management team. I know that. But obviously, you've got to put your own spin on things. Yeah. And I like to think that, that it has happened, yeah. I mean, I know that there was a, there was a sea change straight away. I mean, I don't know, you know, because behind the scenes with, uh, you know, Aggie, maybe, maybe yeah. not, you know, the, how do I word this, Gary? I think it was literally just black and white with Ags leaving. You know, I, I just think he's he's had so many seasons at Hastings. And to be honest with you, like, and, and it can still happen now, Chris, with this COVID business. Yeah. It's, like, it'd be like me being on the edge of getting achieving something really special. Um, like we are maybe go and win the next two or three and we're right in the pole position and then COVID ending that. And that he's had some body blows, acts mm. like for not for this club not to have gone up. Um, and that's all the town's ever spoke about like Hastings going up. And and I think he just I think he even at the start of this season, we, me and Ag still we, we speak weekly, you know, and he would he would say what do you think and things like that and vice versa. But I, I just think emotionally it has it, it drained him because of that. You know, uh, the man should have had one or two promotions on his yeah. CV, and for that not to happen. And I just think when we we were a little bit of an aging squad this year, you know, to go through third time again to try and go through it is it's emotionally draining and. Um, yeah, and I just think Ags, we played Maiden Ed away in the FA Cup, and he saw blimey, that's an FA, you know, that's a full time side there, the way they set up. And I think he, he just felt like, like, you know, I really do want a bit of that, and I want to go back yeah. to professional football. And I think it was just as as simple as that. You know, he, 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 he deserves a lot of credit for what he's done, but obviously, um, you know, it's a new direction. We, we want to take it forward, and hopefully, we will do that. Yeah, I mean, how responsive were the players to the. I mean, I know from from a fan now. Come on, I'm a fan now, yeah. So I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. To be fair, right? The, the way you were getting the ball wide, passing was quicker. There was a lot more on the front foot. Like, we're, let's get out of these teams. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's be fair. Like the, those two signings you made uh, in Finn and Andrew. I mean, I thought they. I mean, they were brilliant. I mean, were these people that you were monitoring anyway, or? Yeah. It's, it, to be honest with you, I'm. I'm I am a believer. The more you put in, the the, the more you get out. You know, you, you, the luckier you become as well. But obviously, every time we play opposition now, I will watch two or three of their games in the week. Mm. I will try to expose the other opposition's weakness and things like that. And obviously, mm. I knew about Hive situation with C State about you know the club sort of being on rocky shores and that we might be able to put in an offer in. But so that was one. I knew the biggest relief for me is replacing myself, which I've done with Finn because that helps me to focus all my energy and just being a manager, which I think with a club like Hastings, you've got to be, you've got to have the blinkers on and be um, single-minded. So them two signings have been huge. And the biggest thing is that, you know, and I, I what Ags would tell you, I spoke to him weeks about putting TC at right back because I think TC is a better player with the game in front of him. He's a great dribbler. But I think sometimes in midfield, when he's back to play, some things become a little bit scruffy. Yeah. But I think with TC, he's powerful, he's good in the air, but he's brilliant at bringing the ball out. And oh Christ, yeah, Jesus. What he's done at right back. <laughs> like people think, what are you doing taking one of your best players to right back? But I'm all about getting down the flanks and taking the game to the opposition. And um, 
he, he's been huge. He has been like a new new signing for me. Well, yeah. He, he's just took to it, isn't he? I mean, it's like, like we were like, oh, well, what, is it because of injuries? Is that yeah, why he's yeah. gone there? And then as soon as we, as soon as he got into it, yeah. I mean, I think it took him a, t- a tiny bit of time. Um, and yeah. then, yeah. blimey, I mean, he's been, a, I mean, he's been a re- revelation. I mean, uh, yeah, no, he's been huge. And I, even like you look at the goals for as well, you know, from all his thrones and set pieces, especially TC, the amount of time he gets first contact on on the, on the ball aerially is incredible. So I just I just think he's, he's he's going to be a great player for years to come. Whether you know, hopefully he will kick on and progress with us. Hopefully, but you never know. You know, I think he's he's done him good. It's another position. You yeah. know, another string to his bow. So yeah, and it's just been little things like that. And well, and Lloyd Dawes you know, being fit, eh? Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I'm I'll probably be like Dawes's dad. You know, yeah. I, I, I I do I know him better than he knows himself. Yeah. He he I drove him into training on Thursday. And he had that. He had the ump with me because he weren't starting. And all week I've just said, "Look, I'm going to get eleven grafters out there. Don't worry, we'll wear them down. You'll come on and you'll win us the game." And yeah. um, he's involved with both goals. But he's just got to. He's just got to let me look after him, and he'll be fine. <laughs> but you know, he's a maverick and all that. But there's there's certain situations you you can use him better than than others. And yeah. You just got to get that mix right all the time on the pitch. And um, one thing I want is is aggression and, and hard work in Hastings' team. And um, I think the last two games have proven that. Like the first ten minutes, we were, we were out and and to win it. And um, yeah, that's the, the the nicest thing as a manager just seeing eleven grafters out on the yeah. pitch. Obviously with the bench as well because that's the other thing. I, I, I use subs. I see how the game goes, and if we need to bring on a sub, I will. You know, mm. Kane Penn coming on. I thought he was getting. We were struggling slightly down the left-hand side and I thought put Kane Penn in there for after and um, just to shore things up and we end up getting a second goal. So it's just, it's just them little things. And as I say, though, I'm always wary of stuff like this, Chris. I'm speaking to you like I'm Jose and you can't ever be too cocky in football. It's just literally, you know, even after we beat Ramsgate, I'm sitting in my office and all I'm thinking about is what the next game. So, yeah, we, you know, I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. It's just to try to help the team do the best things in the best games so don't talk yourself problem. down you've done a cracking job mate yeah, you've done a cracking yeah. job you sorted it out you must love it I mean it's the fact that the amount of clean sheets we've had I mean just yeah. that, where yeah. that defence was a bit rocky where you obviously you you, you you were injured and there was a few injuries that, yeah. the way that Finn has slotted in yeah because you yeah. know where I'm going to go with this now because I'm going to be talking about Finn that yeah. you know he's been uh, he's been brilliant and he's and he's aggressive as well that's what I, I like, yeah. particularly on the set pieces I think there's been a difference where we've yeah. got a number of people now that uh the ball isn't mine is that what's the chances obviously Finn's on loan so we've extended it for a lump but to be honest with you that is to buy us time for negotiating um folks to know that we want to make it permanent and at the moment the way I would sum it up is it's like buying a house Chris they want a certain price we want to pay a certain price, so hopefully we can meet halfway. Finn's Finn's been brilliant. He's got better with every game. I've done a lot of work with Finn as well, and the back four with foot mm. patterns and how I want us to drop off at times. And hopefully that's starting to reap the rewards as well with four clean sheets in a row. You know, hopefully that should give him a lot of confidence. But the, the defending in our league, a lot of it's concentration. You know, when the ball's up the other end, that's when the defenders are at their best. You're 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 talking players through it where you want them, you're positioning. And um, I think Finn's taken that on board brilliantly. So has Craig Stone. You know, uh, Stoney, I, I, 
he, he had a couple of rocky games when Aggie left. Yeah. I spoke to Stoney. I spoke to the back four, but he, he's he's a leader back there, Stoney. I know how good he is. Like you don't keep clean sheets like me and him did for all them seasons and not be a poor player. And he's he's exceptional. He's a great character to have in the dressing room. He's a winner. He's a serial promotion player, you know, and uh he's Very he's nice really yeah, his last two or three games have been absolutely out of this world. Yeah, it's just... But then I, to be honest with you, I could go through the starting eleven, and everyone's contributed, like Dicko, Sammy Adams again, the Rottweiler. Mm. You know, I call them two the Mitchell brothers when they're on it. They're, they're, you know, and that's, yeah, I, I know when we're, we're in our swing because I've got them two proper getting up to players and growling at them. And um, yeah. no, it's, it's been brilliant. Popey, you know, they, they've all, they all deserve a mention, Ryan Worrell. They're, they're brilliant. Nice goal from Popey, wasn't it? Hey, hey, have a go, mate. Yeah. I jumped up for that one, mate. I looked like out of the I, vein. I think we did as well. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> video. Yeah, no, but he was um, Pope. Pope, he was immense. You know, he, he to be honest with you, he, he bagged both the centre halves up, and um, he, 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 he loves it. And everyone, everyone, I think the, the Pope is actually at his best when he is he is outnumbered a little bit. You know, people think oh, he's getting isolated and all that, but the thing with Pope is he loves that responsibility on his shoulders you know he's a little bit like when Drogba was at Chelsea he's got to be the main man he's got to be the one battering him and um, he, he is our battering ram but with with a lot of quality as well yeah. and uh, once again recruitment you know from Aggie he list, you know, I said to him about we've got to get Popey in and he's, uh, Aggie made it happen again so they're the little things he's laid down so yeah, yeah it's, it's, I'm very lucky to have the squad I've got and you know, it's up to me now to get the best out of them. Yeah, from from just quickly, just um on on the subject to say John Meany, like who's come in, who's worked with you before. When for for us that don't really know about him, I mean, what, what, but yeah, where, where do you think he's just switched it on? So us? basic, basically, um, a standard training session would be we sort of do fitness with with Bobby, and then what we this would be on a Thursday. We'd actually walk through with how the opposition play how they set up, how we would counteract it or, or, or gain advantages from it. And then um, usually I'll take the defence and then John will take the attacking phases of it all with, with Brownie and Ben Cornelius. Basically, they'll be sort of set plays almost. There'll be three or four sort of important ways that we can move the ball mm. to try and take them to the, to, the, to the opposition's goal. So everything's done with logic and a purpose and we'll, we'll do like possession training based on how we want to try and get out the back to, to break them down so it's, it's nothing too clever but one thing John's got is he's got energy like he's an absolute I call him Tigger you know he's he's out on the training ground and he's he's almost diseased with it but and he'll know that I'll call him sicko you know I'll say you're you're, you're, you're sick with this you're ill but I said the energy that you brings out that he's the same every week and I knew that we needed energy on the training ground on the there's grass. a noticeable all, lift there's a noticeable lift yeah he, he needed it because it was it was a big void and the, and, the, and, the, and the club needed dealing really carefully you know when, when Aggie went it was a real it was a tough time and it needed sorting out properly. And uh, hopefully, you know, it has been and, and we will go on. But it's, he's been a huge role. But as I say, you like Brownie, you know, even Dane. Like Dane comes up with... Well, he like, does everything, he, doesn't he? Dane does everything. And I'll tell yeah. you what, he's a, he, he knows players in our league. He's he, he, And he'll make little points. And that's one thing. I just think, you know, you have got two ears for a reason. You've got to listen to people. But then also... 
then it's up to the manager to, to sort of simplify things and you, you're getting your shouts right and you, you focus on what's important. But they're yeah. all contributing both on and off the pitch. The fans as ever. Like when that second goal went in, you know, I, I just want that on reload. You know, it's the, 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 the roof went off the stand and uh, that's where I just, the passion and like the will to win. And that's, that is me. Yeah, you know, that, that, that is... That's like watching like my baby being born, you know, my firstborn. You you yeah. got the fist pump and like come on, you know, it's uh it's, it's spine tingling stuff and that's that's what I'm in it for. That's why I've played yeah. so long and that's why I'm, you know, hopefully gonna manage it, you know, it's, it's, it'll be good. Yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant, Gary. Right, so, so is it too early to talk about promotion, Gary? Yeah, it is with me it's because <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm just always to, to, like, I'll be honest, the, the toughest part for me, Chris, is literally coming in the clubhouse after we've won and you singing about me. I hate it. Just because. Well, we're about someone else then. No, nah, nah, it's, it's not because, it's just because I'm always, I've always got fear in my head. You know, I'm always worried about next week I could be a complete plonker. So it's it, like, I, I'll literally, I'll sit in my office for 45 minutes, an hour after the game, just to gather my thoughts and that. But it's always. As I say, with football, you, you can never lead with your chin because that someone has smashed your back down. I, I just am a believe that the harder you work, the, the more you get out of it. And hopefully, you know, we just keep our feet on the ground and, and keep going. Like when we took over, we was 13 points behind Cray and we're within one of Christmas. And I put, I, put, I put a points target on my board. It was, I think I had, I think I had seven to 10 points would have been a good gain from Hayward Heath onwards. And we've got 12. So it's been one hell of a turnaround. But yeah. as I say, all that again means nothing, Chris. If we can't go to White, we'll get a result. And then if we can't go to, you know, get Lansing on New Year's Day. So, that's the only thing I'm worried about now. So, yeah, we've put ourselves into striking position, which we wanted. Everyone's, you know, playing well, doing well for the squad. And, we, yeah, just keep our feet on the ground and, yeah. and keep going. Yeah. I mean, Whitehawk, funny team, Whitehawk. I mean, Very strange. You'd, think, you'd think that with those players, they should be doing a bit better, but... Yeah, I've, I've, you're waiting I've, for them to kick on, aren't you? I mean, yeah, yeah, and they do. They they have sort of a few good wins, and then they then they fall back again. Mm. Um, but to be honest with you, you, you look at the top sides, Chris, other than ourselves, and mate like Chichester have been in good form, sitting born, and that, that's surprising. Like we beat these teams, and at the time you didn't think like, it's hard to gauge how good the opposition are, yeah. but. They must be good teams, you know. They, they've they've come right up in the league. Consistency is everything in this league, and and that's as I say, most of it is between the ears. You know, you you've got to be proper motivated, especially when you go to dark darker teams like in Kent, which the ball away grinders where you've got a, no real crowd there. But that that's when it's more important to get up for it and and get the job done in hand. So that's what we're going to face in in Whitehall. There won't there'll be a bit of a crowd there, but not huge. But the pitch ain't the greatest, slanted. So I think nine times out of ten, you're playing the actual pitch at times at yeah. White, you know, positionally where to be on the pitch. So, yeah, very weird team, but we'll treat them with the most utmost respect. We'll, we'll, we'll be on our on our game, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure you will. I mean, I'm sure there's, well, a lot, a lot of the boys and girls say they're going to go to the game, so you'll have the... Uh, Brilliant. The Hastings Barmy Army. Yeah, the Barmy Army there. But equally, Lansing, that, that's going to be a cracker. That's going to be a, hopefully, I mean, with this... Yeah, COVID stuff. This would be a yeah. bumper crowd. So, I mean, we've got a couple of big old games to look forward to. Huge, yeah. And um, as I say, like, 
obviously you're looking at the Herm Bays and the Ramsgate within the month and you're thinking, crikey, these are, these are huge games. These are the sort of season defining maybe. But as I say, you, you've got to go now to White or get result in Lansing for them to, to uphold those results for the importance. So um, we, we, we've got to go there. We, Momentum's we've got to with us, Gary, mate. Momentum's yeah. there, mate. Don't yeah. you worry. Right. No. Christmas. Christmas message to the Hastings fans, please, if you may. Yeah. Yeah, no, but just well, thank you. On uh, well, from behalf of the management team as well. Like, obviously, we, we wasn't sure how things were going to go, and obviously, with eggs leaving, one thing I know I've got at this club is just total support. That that's the greatest thing that, that that can be happening at the moment. So as long as I'm doing the best for the team, doing the work, then and I've got you guys behind me. That's all that matters. It's this one hell of a fan base, the best I've ever played with, and um, I've got a real fondness for Hastings you know I, I come down that road Alfinstone and you know I know I'm in there the dream factory so uh, <laughs> no thank, thanks for everything and I, I appreciate the support and have a wonderful Christmas and most importantly have a safe one obviously my staff like John Brownie Cornelius Bobby Peter Heritage James McCrossan uh, Dane Paige and Beth the physios and obviously I wish them all a, a very Merry Christmas as well Billy Wood who's who's been fantastic you know the support I've had off Billy since I've been manager Regards, player recruitment, chewing the fat at, uh, at difficult times. Like I remember coming out of Hayward C thinking, crikey, you know, we've got a, a big job in in hand here. And he's 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 steadied the ship alongside me as well. Billy's been massive for this club. And obviously Darren Burney, Peter Sherlock, them the directors as well, because they don't really know who I am. They've seen me play, but they're not sure what sort of manager I am. But they've um, they've put their support in me. So obviously you've got to thank people when they give you opportunities. So um, that big thanks to them. And I, I wish them all a good Christmas as well. Nice one. Well, I know yeah. all of us Hastings fans wish, wish you and your family a Merry yeah. Christmas. And obviously all the players as well. Take Top care, man, mate. Chris. Uh, yeah, keep having a good work as well with yourself, yeah. Chris. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Top man. Bye, mate. He keeps us safe. But does he know top five Crimbo songs? Have a listen. It's Safety Dave. I love that hat, by the way. Right, yeah. I have the great pleasure and honour of having Safety Dave, he who keeps us safe at all times, be it in the summer or even in Christmas time. And he can safely choose us. Well, we're going to see. We're going to see who's going to win this because this is a top five battle. Top five Christmas tunes. We all love Christmas. I certainly love Christmas. I'm sure Safety Dave loves Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're going to count this down from five to one. It's just something nice for the Christmas episode, episode 50. That we, I've dragged, dragged Safety Dave out of his busy schedule, so I'm not, going to, I'm not going to keep him too long. But Dave, firstly, I want you to tell us what do you love about Christmas and give us... Your first song, but we'll have, we'll have your first one, which is going to be number five. But what do you love most about Christmas, Safety Dave? The food, the presents, and the time off work. <laughs> yes. Right, so you, your number five, please, Safety Dave. Well, there's um, Thank God It's Christmas by Queen. Yeah. Right, cool. I did this once with Pete Heritage, where we did, um, I think we were doing Pete Gabriel. And the, the song was louder than the but You couldn't hear what we were saying. It was quite funny, anyway. <laughs> Pete did call me a few names. Right. Oh, this, uh, so this is Queen. Thank God it's Christmas. Lovely song. Lovely song. Dave, I've got over 50 Christmas albums. I, I do happen to have some Queen. 
so this is a great track. What, what, what do you think of when you hear this song? Is there any particular memory or is it just a great Christmas tune? It's a great Christmas tune and I do that. I mean, I, I've always liked Queen. Yeah, well, <laughs> so today I've got one of my favourite Queen albums is the Flash Gordon one. Yeah. yeah. Which is a tremendous album. Uh, Queen, awesome band. I won't hear anything against them. No. Well, a lovely track, a lovely track. I mean, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. right let's just, just, I'm going to try and fade this out now. Yeah, see if we could fade this yeah. out. <laughs> Thank God it's Christmas. Yeah, you got to love him. Yeah. Right then, that was your five. Yeah. Now I'm going to go mine. And my first, now just so I mean, I'm sure this is the same for you, Safety Dave. That your your top five, it can change, can't it? There'll be a few that come out, a few that go in. There's a few that always stay. Mm. But my one is it's actually the girl. I don't know if you have you ever seen a film called Elf. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. There's a girl in Elf, you know the love interest? I can't, I can't remember her name, yeah? That Will Ferrell. She started a band because, you know, she's got a nice voice. Uh, this yeah. is Let It Snow, this song, and it is... There she is. And it's... Uh, the band's called She and Him. Yeah. Sounds a bit... Sounds a bit woke to me, but we're not going to go there. But um, I think she's got a wonderful voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was in Elf and that and a few other films. But um, yeah, anyway, it just puts me straight in that zone. You know, time off work. You know, just that Christmas feel. Just sitting around your family and friends. A few drinks. You can't, you can't knock it, mate. Right, hang on. So anyway. But if you really sorry, sorry, safe. Uh, it's Christmas, it's Christmas, but yeah. <laughs> and she's quite a piece of totty as well. Well, there you go. Anyway, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get myself cancelled. Right. So that's. So yeah. Right. Fade that one out. Right. So that was my five, and now. We're going to go to Dave's number four. And what one is that, sir? Uh, it's, um, I do know it's a Christmas time band aid, original. Which, that time was out, such, such a good course. Yeah. And how quickly they've done it, it's amazing. <laughs> well, it's the logistics of it, wasn't it? Yeah. it oh, people flying everywhere. I mean, I remember, I'm not sure if it was. If it was Genesis or there was some something that they flew all over the country, gone across, gone different continents and things, and and all those people have put their time into it. Um, and that day it wasn't the travel wasn't as what it is. Well, yeah, I, I used to live um, not too far away. Well, it was a few miles away from Wembley, right? And where I was, which is sort of. Kensington Way, which is probably about a, a ten-minute drive to Wembley, you could hear all the songs, you could yeah. hear the crowd where I was, and I, you know we were miles away, 
and it was a it was a it was a lovely day. I just remember it being great weather. We all had the telly on, didn't we? Watching the, the concert live. Yeah. And um Yeah. And it was and it'll be I mean we, obviously this was the anthem, but then obviously to me anyway, it was the Queen performance. Yeah. I mean, oh, you remember yeah. that? Remember when he's doing it and everyone's doing it in the crowd? I mean, it was amazing. That was just an amazing all-round day, wasn't it, really? Yeah. And again, good cause. Yeah. Good cause. Was Hang on, was Safety Dave working that day? Was Safety Dave working Wembley? Was he keeping Wembley safe that day? Unfortunately, uh, I think I was about 10 or something like that. <laughs> you, you've been keeping people safe ever since you've been born, Dave, yes? <laughs> right. Yeah, great song. Great song. Lovely song. Uh, great cause. Um, it turns a new person to it, but I always... This is, this is the one. Yeah, yeah I mean... I, I think they should have done different songs from the other versions, not original. Remake, original. You can't, some of these are timeless, you can't remake them, they're just not the same. They're not the same, so um, no, I'm with you on that one. Right then, that was your number four, sir. And now we're going to go to my number four. And again, I'm, you, know, don't, you can, you can uh, throw abuse at me now, but it is Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Like you can't not think of Christmas when you hear this song. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, typical Christmas. I know. Yeah. I can imagine uh, George Gasson dancing to this. Yeah. I love don't. it. <laughs> I don't care. I love it. It's, it's, it's happiness. To me, that's what Christmas is about. Happiness. Yeah. Togetherness. Yeah. You know, just... Some people really don't like Paul McCartney. <laughs> well, I do. I never used to. But over time, I, 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 yeah, I think it's lovely. Anyway, right. That is that one. So that's mine. So we're going to now go to Safety Dave's number three. And what is that one, sir? Stop the cavalry. Again. Classic, classic Christmas song. When I was a kid, my dad always used to play this. And that is just Christmas. <laughs> it's just, uh... Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I remember sitting on uh, sitting there with my dad and that, and my mum, what on the old Top of the Pops when this was on. Mm-hmm. You know, because they'd re-release it. I mean, when was this? This was like... What, what year did this come out? Like 80, 80 or 81, wasn't it? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, because I remember being a little, a little, re- really small, sitting there mm. with the Quality Street. Remember the big tins of Quality Street? Yeah. What's well, the my, top of the pops? Yeah, go on, my, sorry, Dave. Go on. My brother used to love this song. Man, I thought, that was okay. It's grown on me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Christmas, isn't it? You hear yeah. this? It's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, 
so good. Right. Right. For Christmas. Right, and but, uh, wonderful choice, sir. I haven't got any issues with any of your choices at the moment. Right. So, again, this is one. This is... No list of anything can be given out unless you've got Big Frank in it, okay? <laughs> Big Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just... Um, I bought... I, I mean, I, my, my, my kids don't really go for this. Uh, jingle bells, bit, bit, bit jingle bells, oh, the champion, the champion. The I've always loved oh, the classics, so no, yeah. Bells, Just this while Sunday bells, lunch is on, bit of this, mate. Top notch. Big Frank, Big Frank. But um, yeah, I mean, you, you don't mind this, do you? No. Right, enough for Big Frank for now. Right, so we're going to go on to... Oh, so we're over to Safety Dave's number two. And and what would that be, sir? Peace on Earth, little grammar boy by uh, Bing Cosby and David Barry. Yeah. What a strange mixture of artists, but... <laughs> Yeah, it is. Great video as well. Yeah. Very sweet video. Yeah. I mean, at the time, Bing Crosby was was really ill. He was really ill, yeah. close to death's door, and it, it was amazing yeah. he even got, got that done. Yeah, just I never imagined that David Bowie and Bing Crosby <laughs> would get together and do a song. Yeah, and they had, they had really good chemistry as well, didn't they? For two people from... Complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Bing Cosby's well known for his Christmas songs as well. So, yeah, no, it's mm. a, it's a, this is forever. This this mm. this is a Crimbo song forever. This will never go off the playlist. This, yeah, no, fantastic tune. Yeah, and a, a well worth watching the video to this. Anyone that's listening, mm. really the long version, very sweet. Yeah. Right, and that was Safety Days number two. I've got, I've got no issues with any of this. I wanted to have a bit of an argument with you, Dave. <laughs> so you get your high vis on. <laughs> Eject me from the, the top five Christmas albums. Right. There you go, right. So that's that. That was a lovely song. And now going to my number two is, in my opinion, timeless as well. And it is... It's the boss. It's the boss. Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Takes a while to kick in. So we've got to pad it out a bit. <laughs> but uh, I just, uh, I, mean, I mean, all of these tunes. I mean, this is right because I'm I'm a bit of a music I wouldn't say snob but I'm a bit I'm, I, I like knowing about my music this is the 75 uh, New York um, performance 
Well, that's been New York for him, isn't it? Right then. Right, we're moving on from the boss to Safety Dave's number one. And we're going to go there now. We're going to go there. Tell me, what is the number one Christmas song? Well, it's got to be Mr. Christmas himself. <laughs> I'm Richard's I'm Mr. Tom Wine. <laughs> Sir Cliff. Yeah. Sir Cliff. He's calling yeah. it. Yeah. Sir Cliff, who was wired for sound. Yeah. Again, whatever you think of Cliff Richard, this is a this is a timeless song. Well, my mum my was a Cliff fan. She bought me on. Mm. I've, I've gone to see him a couple of times with them. Oh, did you? Where did you see him? Saw him at Wembley. Wembley, that's Wembley Wiener. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, Beats Castle was the last time I've right. And he, he's still, well, he's still going. I mean, is he, uh, what, what I always used to get to my, um, my wife's man, I'm not sure she's passed away now, but she always has a Cliff Richard calendar. So, you know, Cliff has always been doing his calendars for, yeah. about how long, I don't know, for, for about 40, 40 years he's been doing his yearly calendar. And it would always be tremendous. You know what I mean? do because he doesn't take himself too seriously. Because, uh, yeah. And he's always been number one with Christmas um, calendar. Yeah. yeah, so she would, we would always get her and... and oh, and um, he knows how to roller skate, as we saw him like, wide for sound. But, yeah. Right. I've talked all over your song there. Sorry, Dave. Anything else you want to say that? I mean, obviously, this reminds you of your mum. Yeah. She was always a Cliff fan since she was young. My mum was, yeah. She actually, when she was, she was, she was a kid, she was, she was like, what I suppose, he was like the Dustin Bieber at the time when she, my mum was a kid. So she, mm. and she went up and saw it, saw her up, like, right up in London. And she got to meet him a couple of times then as well. So, right. what did she say? What did she say about him? Did it was he a nice bloke? Was he friendly? Yeah. Was he good with friends? Yeah, yeah. he was friendly. He was yeah, we still well behaved. Well, I don't know back then whether he was behaved, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we'll 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 leave that. We'll leave that. That'll be that'll be in your autobiography. That will yeah. be that one. The true stories about Cliff Richard. Right. Yeah, lovely song, lovely song. Right. Well, you may have heard this in a film. I liked it before it was in a film. Um, I think I just love this, and it is The Drifters and White Christmas. I don't know if you remember this one. Dreaming of a white Christmas. You can't not just see. Where those streets are listen. But yeah, this was in Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone 2, I think. Which is where most people know it from. 
And I just, hey, just, just happy, it's happy. So, happy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there was a few that didn't make it. Some honourable exceptions to my list was Chris Kamara Christmas album, which nearly sneaked in. <laughs> I've also got David Hasselhoff, some of my favourite David Hasselhoff Christmas albums. And uh, the Chipmunks, I've got a Chipmunks Christmas album, but... But I, didn't, I didn't think it's too early in the morning for the shit makes. There was um, so many. I, I was going when the pop first time. I used to look out on the internet of Christmas songs. And... <laughs> no. Because there's so many, isn't there? I mean, there's so many out there. We all, it's difficult, isn't it? So thank you very much, Dave. Thank you for yeah. nailing that down. Well, it's the, the day we're doing this. is the day of the Ramsgate game. Um, will you be keeping us safe at the Ramsgate game today? Yes, I will, yeah. A bit okay. tired, but... <laughs> well, just to warn you, that there's several of the Hastings fans that are... Oh, God, they'll probably be starting drinking in a little while. Uh, it's half seven in the morning right now. Uh, they're going to be in town centre starting early because it's their Christmas party, uh, which, uh-huh. I will be, which I will be attending, but not at half nine in the morning, though. So. No. Nah. So, so they're going to be worse of where by the time they get up the pilot field. <laughs> just what you need to do, just just lay them down, give them a little pillow, because they'll be asleep by three o'clock. <laughs> Dave, take, thank you very much. That was a pleasure. Have a fantastic Christmas. And uh, thanks for doing this. That's OK, no problem. Cheers, chap. All right, uh-huh. take care. Yeah, see you later. See you later. And now over to the Crimbo SPTS Fan Roundtable, and we get in the Christmas spirit with a few special guests who come down our chimney. And a big thanks to Leon, Adam, Johnny Wills, Ian, and Robbie for making it happen. Oi, oi, Mr. Leon. Leon. Hey, Leon. Right. I'm feeling a bit underdressed. I should have dug out my Christmas jumper or something. Well, slap something on, mate. No, No, No. I'm, I'm not. So. I've just got Christmas decorations put on me. Oh dear. Right. Well, Wills is always late. Just get just get on. Bloody dessert. You don't need a dessert, mate. <laughs> Jesus. I'm wasting You're wasting away, yeah, whatever. Just, just eat it on camera, something. Yeah, eat on camera. That sort of thing. Yeah. See, Leon reckons you should eat on camera. All right, right, chaps. This is this is as going as I thought it would. Right, here he is. I see a bit of mince pie action, mate. <laughs> Can you see me? Unfortunately, yeah. I've been doing this for about. I think That's about... not nice. I resemble that remark. Hello. You resemble right. it. <laughs> yeah. I think oh. I've been doing this right for what about sixteen months now, right? And it, it, the professionalism hasn't improved, has it? Why is the volume so bad? Is <laughs> have you got your hearing aids in? Hello, Robbie. Right, evening, gentlemen. Hello, Robbie. Uh, late as well. That's uh, minus points there. Excuse me. Usually starts at quarter to eight. You know, so <laughs> this time it started at half seven. 
The one time you actually started when you eat, oh, yeah. it's, I've got a kitchen piled high with dishes. I've got kids I've just forced upstairs to bed. Well, it's your fault having 27 kids. This is true. Right. <laughs> All I heard was something about you've got piles or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's got more piles than kids. Yeah. No wonder he always stands up. <laughs> oh, that sounded a bit fruity. Right. Oh, hello, Ian. Right. Hello. Uh, we've lost Wills. He'll be back at some point. But we are here for the Crimbo Fan Round Table. And uh, I have brought, uh, I have the pleasure of, oh, he's back again. I have the pleasure of uh, Adam Carter, Leon, Ian, Robbie, who's turned his mic off. And uh, the ever oh, dementia ridden, the ever dementia ridden John Wells. <laughs> The good thing is, I'll forget you've insulted me, and we'll still be mates. <laughs> Happy Easter, John. <laughs> and, to, and to you, yeah. But uh, right, it's been a it's been a good week. Uh, we've we've uh, enjoyed for those that went on the pre um, pre game uh, drinky Christmas drinky. It was a marvelous one. And then obviously we then moved on to a, a tremendous victory against Ramsgate. Uh, who wants to kick off on that? Well, well, with me, I was losing track of my games. I was like, no, we don't portion with last podcast, wasn't it? So yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, right, don't, right. Look, don't confuse me, Robbie. It's very easily done, mate. Do you remember, the, <laughs> oh. remember the one with Aggie? I was talking about a game about two, three weeks earlier. So I, that's one of the rare ones I've missed, actually, the Aggie one. So. Yeah. Well, maybe you. No, anyway, we're not going to go into conspiracy theories about Aggie again, right? Please, Robbie, kick off. Um, right, from what I remember, now that this is um, not much, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I, was, I, was, I was a tad merry, as we say, when, when we started the game, because I was part of the, the Barmy Army, who got a nice video of us singing around town. We started early. But the game itself, it's a classic, comfortable win of a difficult game. I mean, to be honest, I can't really look in, we won't look in the stretch. We look comfortable pretty much the whole game. Bar a couple of half chances they had, maybe one clear of the line. But I thought we looked comfortable. It's still like a matter of when, not if. And it just, yeah, it was really just one of those. It was quite as a game, uneventful, I thought. I, I was very nice to the referee. That's how uneventful it was. You were. <laughs> I don't remember insulting him once, actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so a, bit of a really good cup to win. Great to see Popey and Dawes get the goal. And absolute scenes, Cole were on the second half which I would love to see more and more often because I thought that made a great atmosphere second half. It did. Right. It was nicer being behind there in the second half. It make a difference. Who who, who won the toss? Was it the uh, Ramsgate? Ramsgate they us? Yeah. Why, why would they, mine. apart from just being deliberately annoying, why why would you do that? It's because Aggie tried it to ask Cole in the second half. We lost every game we shot Cole in the second half. Oh, okay. And I think um, the Ramsgate manager knew that, and I thought, well, maybe it's a psychological thing. Let's try it on them, and it massively backfired because we were like, oh, yeah. fantastic, Cole, we're on the second half. We want this. So we yeah, win. I bet the pe- the keeper appreciated having us so close the second half. You know, I, I, <laughs> that's good. Um, but yeah, I think it was it was superstition us kicking the other way, wasn't it? Um, and I've I've been asking about maybe trying it swapping it around because you're, you're so far away from the players aren't you the other end with the speedway track there um but i don't know it it seems strange but it's worth 
carrying on with, isn't it, if we get the choice? I wonder whether they will. Might be nice if they did, you know, sort of like a, a, a new era, so new new thing. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> so who was there? Um, Leon, you weren't. You missed the game, but were you following the tweets? I was, yes. Um, yeah. I've, I've nothing, nothing to add because <laughs> I can't really comment on the game because I won't. I went there. I, just, I think I was just jealous of all the photos and videos I saw of you guys celebrating at the car wall and then second half. It looks, it looks good. That's oh, it was great fun. After that, really, yeah, no, I was jealous. Yeah, and uh, and and we won as well, which was nice. Yeah, yeah no, I did. twenty three just got one up. By the way, ready leg. Seeing his good performance from first day, another goal. Nice. Yeah, no, I was there too. I was up in the main stand, being an old man. Was you? Um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was, um, I mean, I think we, you know, we all know why we're leaving the pilot field, but on, on kind of wintry days like that, where you've got the fog drifting down off the ridge and all the trees around, the, it, was, it was just fantastic atmosphere. It's a real kind of, it's a great place to watch football when it's like that. Yeah, and, that's um, true. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a scrappy sort of game, wasn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't pretty, but, um, but, you know, we did, we did what was required, um, and you know there was there was the Craig Stone clearance off the line in the second half, which was kind of vital. Mm. But equally, by that point, we'd had that. I mean, you you guys probably saw it better than I would have done from the main stand. But there was that Finn chance in the first half, where it seemed like he managed to clear it off the line himself. <laughs> it looked like it was it was like a flick header from Jack Dixon at a corner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember yeah. it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I remember the um, Angus game. Oh, hang on. Yeah, it was great. I, I, thought, I thought it was just one of hang those. On. It was one of those Ben Pope games. What's this? Oh, no. What's, what's going on here? What's going on here? Is it Santa's little helper? Or is it Kenny, Kenny Pope? Kenny, Kenny, Kenny! Oh, Pope, Pope! <laughs> He wanted to get involved, didn't he? Oh, was it? Hello, fella. Hello. Bless you. How is everyone all right? Yeah, all, all good. good, mate. Good, all good. Yeah. Good. Good, good. For, good for seeing you, Ken. We were just talking about the uh, the game on Saturday. Just, cool. uh, it was a corker, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Good, good scenes at the end. Um, yeah, good win. Uh, another clean sheet. Can't really ask much more, can you? Yeah, um, Chris... Chris hadn't had a clean sheet for ages. He was telling me. <laughs> no, he's got his boy there. He's got his boy oh, there, John. Kenny, good question. About what was it like from your the players' point of view, kicking the other way? Because it's something that is an interesting one to debate, really, whether it's kind of nice you know, with the second half very close to the fans for goal celebrations, etc. Yeah, um, to be honest, it didn't really get spoken about. I don't know if I, that one. I don't think that's for our choice. Obviously, I, I should imagine Dicko. Who was Dicko's captain in Saturday, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I should imagine Dicko lost the toss. But, yeah, to be honest, mate, that wasn't actually spoken about. But I don't know if that's a better thing or, or is that something we want to carry on doing? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's better. I mean, to have things like that in the second half would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful, mate. It really um, was. Oh, yeah, it, it was good. Um, 
I, I think it's been a, a good few performances. Clean sheets. Uh, East Grinstead was good. Even Chichester, I thought Chichester were half decent side, but we come out on top. Yeah, we seem to have found the right bit of form at the right time. Yeah. I even think you guys were the better team at uh, Horsham, but I think it was just in front of the goal. They had that little bit more. To be honest, mate, I was so ill. I, I just wanted to get out of the house and just try and get some air in my lungs, but I couldn't move. It was um, it, yeah, it was bad. But yeah, to be honest, I mean, that was another game we could have, could have scored four, three or four. Easy. Yeah, um, yeah their goalkeeper was on form. Yeah, he's off, made though. some blinding saves, hasn't he, to be fair. But I don't, don't get me wrong, of course he went there to win the game, but I don't really think that's a, it was a priority, to be honest. Now he can just concentrate on the league. Yeah, Mickey Mouse cut. Well, that's it, yeah. So it's not... Um, it would be nice to go a bit further, of course it would, but it's, it ain't going to define our season, is it? No. Yeah, and obviously that, the scenes after the game, Kenny, I mean, you love that as well, didn't you? Yeah, mate. It's brilliant, isn't it? Top it stuff. Is. It's brilliant. I mean... It was nice to get on the pitch even for a minute. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. It was great scenes. Great scenes afterwards as well in the, in the change room. The boys are just like it's it's, it's a good change room. It, it, it's it's not fake. It, everyone gets on. Everyone loves each other. And I, I, I personally think we're just going to get stronger and stronger. That's 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 the only way it is for us. I, I believe. Right. So yeah. We're, so we're talking about the Ramsgate game. Anyone else with uh, Willsey? Did you say anything on the game? What game? Kim right, John, that dimension, um, mate. Um, yeah. Right, Kenny, uh, Kenny, what the problem is, is right, John is getting more and more demented, yeah? And we have to talk him through things, mate. It's it's getting a little bit embarrassing now. Football, John. Never... Football. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. There, was, there was never ever any moment when you felt that the game was going to slip away from us. So I, I just think it was... You know, it was a strong all through the team, and and um, you know, I, I think the timing of the goals was brilliant as well, wasn't it? Just reaching that yeah. push towards the end of the game, and it just just made everything perfect. <laughs> you know, I agree. I, I think it was one of them games that you, you felt it was coming. I'm not being funny when you've got Dorsey and Ben Pope on the pitch. You know, there's a good chance you're going to score a goal, or a chance is going to get taken sooner or later. Probably Pope his most difficult chances in recent weeks, but he took it well. Great goal, actually. Top goal. And yeah, like I say, when Dawes on the pitch, is <laughs> as, as much as he's frustrating and he's, but you just know he can just on a sixpence bring out some sort of magic. And yeah, he's gone and got himself another goal. So fair play to him. He was onto that ball so quickly from from up on the main in the main stand. It kind of looked like he wasn't. He was about third favourite to get it. I think it was all about the pass myself, but it was... Yeah, um, I'm sure it was. You know, yeah, he's quick as well. He's quick, so he, he gets about quick. And to be fair, yeah, he probably had no right to get there first. And yeah, he has. He took it around the keep and kept his composure and, and rolled it in the net for 2-0 and game so much. Yeah, the pass asked the question, didn't it? And he took it. He made yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it was, that was good. I was going to say something, but the dementia's kicked in again. <laughs> Leon, anything? Anything for Kenny? No. 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 <laughs> Robbie? We've been covered. We all love Kenny for a reason. Yeah, we all love Kenny. Kenny, can you get some more goals, please? Because we really want Robbie to get that tattoo of your face on his back. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this. What, what's this? What's... Oh, yeah, I, I made a drunken bet. I think uh, it was 25 league goals. I'll get a full back tattoo Thanks. of you. Yeah, I think you might be safe this year, but <laughs> we'll give it a go. <laughs> The trouble is that you, when the games, when they take their shirts off, you'll be called offside if the lines. 
probably. It's not like me to be called offside, to be honest. You're never offside. <laughs> no, no. It happens once in a blue moon. <laughs> well, we got we got obviously got White Orc and Lansing coming up. You mean you you know, you should be get some minutes there, Kenny, shouldn't you? Obviously, yeah, I'd like to. Um it's just at the minute, like there's just competition everywhere. Like at every position, some you can fill it with two people. Unfortunately, even like people like Marcus that didn't make the squad Saturday. And if we can afford to leave players like Marcus out, then you know you're doing something right and the squad's looking good. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to think um, I'd get some minutes over the Christmas period. That's the plan anyway. Um, I totally agree with Saturday. Obviously, I missed Herne Bay for illness. And they went out there and done a job. 2-0 clean sheet. So you, you expect that. And yeah, I mean, whatever side goes out, it's, it's going to be a strong enough side to compete. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I think another couple of decent results over the Christmas period and, and we'll be fine. Oh, and Kenny, well, look, look, cheers. Thanks for coming on. No problem, mate. Yeah, you take care. And um, happy Christmas to you. Yeah, and Merry to the Christmas lads. to everyone, yeah. Merry Christmas to you and yours, Christmas. mate. Yeah, no worries. Take care. See you all soon, yeah. chat. See you, mate. See you, Kenny. Who was that? Who was? Who <laughs> was that? Well, I'm not keeping that in. No, of course not. I'll beat you up, mate. Right, that was lovely. That was lovely, boys. Now we're 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 somewhat struggling because I just want to talk about Ramsgate all the time. I just want to point out that the women's did play a fantastic game yesterday. I didn't see it, but I, I did. And uh, five, Robbie, match report time then. Well, five two, Robbie. Come on, tell us what happened, mate. Yeah, a new view. I was watching from the the press box with um, El Presidente Smitho. Uh, uh, no, new view uh, it. I waved uh, once. Adam Smith for the uninitiated. Yeah. Uninsulated. Uninitiated. It is uninitiated, oh. mate. It was goddamn cold. Hey, that much. <laughs> uh, it was another good performance. I think once again, obviously, we're showing we're above our le- level. It was a cup game, but they're in our league, I believe. So um, yeah, they're they're above us in the league at the moment. Yeah, we showed showed our class. But we looked comfortable. Didn't look like losing. Really good performance again, I think. CJ again was great. So, um, Tibble great as well, as always. And another fantastic performance. I mean, their number 11 caused us some problems. So, maybe Billy can sign her up. Because that season, seems to be this season. The player plays well against us. So he signs them up. But, yeah, it was a really good performance. We looked comfortable. A couple of errors which we probably could work on. But, overall, I was really happy with the performance. And similar to the men's, it was never in doubt. It was just... More time when rather than if. Okay. Mm. What was this, what was the crowd size? Oof, I don't know because because of the fog and the mist, everyone's actually took shelter in the main stand for the first half, so it's hard to count. And there was quite a few behind the in the cover on for second. I heard from Billy that it was 142. There you Ooh, go, Billy Wood numbers. And on that note, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh. I can hear somebody. <laughs> someone on the roof. Someone on the roof. Could it be? Could it be the the top cat himself? Could it be TC Tom Chalmers in the dark? Right. There he is, fella. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bit dark, but I'm at Westfield Lights. So. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, nice. They're beautiful this year. Is Chris yeah, making right, yeah, 
I think Chris is making out he's getting some top players in, and they're he's got. Oh, he's dark. Said, he's, we can't tell it's you. The Christmas lights are nice though, so yeah. I've got a bit of scenery. Yeah, as long as you're not in the bushes, Tom. Yeah, no, 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 no activity, mate. Right. It's an absolute pleasure and honour to have Tom Chalmers on. Who you've been a revelation this season, Tom. Well, yeah, you shut me up because obviously I famously said, "Oh, yeah, TC would be a much higher level. He could score." And you went and scored three games in a row or something. and shut me right up. So, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. We, uh, any any of the chats want to say anything to TC while he's here? Love you, man. How, how's the new position going? How are you feeling about? <laughs> about playing a bit further back. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it, to be fair. It's, yeah, it's a bit different. I did play there when I was like really young, like 9 and 10. But I don't mind it. Saying I've scored, probably scored more goals at right yeah. back of the season. So it's good for me. Like I'm, I'm doing all right there and I'm enjoying it. But it's just that bit of space in front of you. It's, you're just causing havoc, you know, because you're great, great, on the, great with your feet. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're strolling past people. It's great stuff. No, it suits me quite well. I think Gaz has obviously he's implemented it, and uh, like he was the one who put me there. But I think I think even Aggie was had chat about putting me there, but he just didn't didn't get around. I don't know if you know if you guys can hear me or not. No, no, yeah, no, can hear you. Can hear you. It's all right. I'll, I'll okay. edit it, Tom. Tom, I'll edit oh, out okay. all, the bits. all the things where they say nasty oh, words okay. about you. I'll cut all that out as well. <laughs> okay. I'll try and find a place where it's just good and I'll stay there. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I mean, we only keep you for a minute, mate. Don't worry. No, probably all right. that interference from the lights. That's probably Santa. Okay. Huh? Oh, look. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Don't worry, Tom. Whenever Chris phones me, I make out the signals bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore him. Yeah, hello. Yeah, that's what I normally do. Ignore me. I've got a quick question about captain the schoolboys or what official title of them. Obviously, you were, you were captain last week of them, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just a lot more professional like, than everything I've been used to before. Because like, obviously, Hastings is great, but it's not it's not St George's Park, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just the whole facilities and everything was just a lot better. And yeah, captain was a bit weird. Like, I'm, I'm not sure I pulled that one off, but... <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I think it's because he knew Aggie. I think Aggie put a good word in for me. Oh, good, good. Well, it shows you going places. Just don't go, don't go too quickly, Tom. You know what I mean? Like you need to hang about with us and get us up the <laughs> league, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. We've got to get out for us, don't we? Yeah. We've got to. Yeah, back to back. We're staying with us. We're going back to back all the way to football league. Yeah, oh, yeah. If it was up to me, I'd take us all the way there. If that's if that's the route I've got to take, then that'll be it. Nice one. Any, anything else to ask Tom, or we should we let him go? I've got nothing else to ask, mate. I just uh, wish you the best of Christmases and hope you have a yeah, great. Yeah, and you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah, cheers, Tom. You go off and right, enjoy cheers, the lights, guys. mate. Yeah, thanks so much. Cheers, guys. Take care, cheers, Tom. Tom. Take yeah. care, right, mate. Right. Have a good Christmas. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, I've got right. funny stories yeah. to tell, right? Oh, um, um, Go on. You know, there was the um, vaccination room going. 
So I went in there with my lad who's at university and, and wanted to have his jab. And so I'm I'm talking to Ryan Warren, and you know how bad my eyes are. So I'm thinking it's Tom Chalmers. <laughs> and I'm saying, what's it like playing out of position? And, you know, I'm going on and on about this. And and he's kind of being polite, and I could see his expression wasn't was thinking what. <laughs> anyway, that's that's it. It's it's a bit of a bad story. But I said, how come you're coming in here pushing in, putting bank? And they he got a bit upset. But anyway, it sounded better in my head. But that was that was it. Most things sound better in your head, mate. That's why we prefer you to keep them there. But hey hey. Oh dear. <laughs> Oh dear, John. Oh dearie me. Right then. So you, we were just talking about the women's game. And you, Robbie, were filling us in on a fine we'll victory. I'll always pull you chaps in. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> oh, oh. oh dear. <laughs> Go on then. Well, yeah, but so... Um... I say it was a really great performance. And I see, but like the men's team, actually, you can see the women's team do really want to play for each other. They're, they're really committed. There's actually a moment in the second half. I can't remember what someone went down injured, and I think it was Nicole Bates from the start, from the bench just ran on um, the pitch to see if the injured players are okay. He got, he got there for the Pigeon did. So that's the sort of bond they've got. Sort of thing. they look out for each other. They're, they're close bonds. They play well with each other. They like playing with each other. And I think promotion. This team needs to be a couple of levels above to actually start getting decent games and the competition actually match them. It's far too good for our level. Hard to believe that if we get promoted, we'll be playing against Fulham next year. All right. I know. We could gain that. Fulham away. Fulham team play. They play at the Fulham training ground. So not Craven Cottage? No. No. My mum calls Craven Cottage. She went to the gay bar first time I was going there. Well, you know, but, uh, but... <laughs> what, uh, why? I've always loved Craven Cottage um, near the river. Oh, it's a lovely ground. I've been there about three times. Hmm. Never to see, though? never to see QPR though, just to see Sunderland. But yeah, go on. Sorry, Leon. I was going to ask what what cup was that in? So obviously, out of the Sussex Cup, was it just like the league, the league cup? Yeah, league the women, whatever. And yeah, you're not Lon- Yeah, the London and South East Women's League Cup. So, is there any chance they could play something from like a higher division in that, or is it all? Um, it does go up. Um, so, but there's what, not Division One, isn't there? And there's like a yeah, trend yeah, you got like above. Well, you got you got uh, no, it would only be because there's the South Division, North Division, and Premier Division, oh, and right. then it's the Premier Division that Fulham are in. But Fulham got knocked out, so. We won't be playing them. They got knocked out by uh, someone in uh, our league. Crazy. So it's still a chance they can place, you know, a team from like a league above. Oh yeah, sort of yeah. Like talking about, you know, you need like a couple of promotions for them to really like get, you know, get a proper game. Really, proper, good challenging. Yeah, exactly that. That's it. And I mean, once we once we get promoted up two leagues, we can enter the proper women's FA Cup as well, and then. We can start looking to play the likes of Man City, Chelsea, Brighton, women, all them lot. I'll have them down the pilot field. That'd be a good day. That'd be a great Sunday. Mm. We'll get a decent crowd with them for that. They came down. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, you look what it was like when we went up to Bromley. I mean, there was uh, there was what six hundred people there at Bromley. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, I reckon we got like a big team down here for a women's game. We would beat some attendances in the men's side quite comfortably, like the other men's teams. But the support is definitely there, and it definitely is growing. I can see it. So I'm not a regular attender. I go when I can. And so even I've seen the support is definitely growing. There's actually they are women's team are developing their own fan base of their own. I think mm. there are a few fans that prefer the, the women's games to the men's. The Wayne Wing. The Wayne Wing. <laughs> Hang on. What's going on here? <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Could it it's be? an iPad. Could it be the Pope himself? Hey, Benny Pope. Benny Pope. Uh, Pope is magic. He wears oh, on, a pointy gone. hat. Gone. What you said? Here he is. Magic trick. Ben. There you go. Good evening. Good evening, sir. That that goal. Let's just talk about that goal immediately. <laughs> cracking. Tap in. Yeah. Tap, yeah, yeah, tap in. It's a cracker that was, mate. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, it was yeah. well struck. Just fell in the moment, and that was it. Bosh, here we go. Oh, so, no, it's good. Shut Ramsgate up, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, both the supporters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um. I mean, you had those centre halves in your pocket. I mean, you just you just seem to be all over them on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, just well, going into the game, I don't know. There was a bit um, backlash from the loss, three two away. Probably didn't deserve it in the end. And no good side. We've been on a good run, obviously chasing everyone back up the top, um, and we just seem to be flying at the moment. And there's a lot of fire in the belly with everyone. And yeah, it was just. Bang up for it, bang up for it. And yeah, fortunately, um, everything went really well, to be honest. Yeah, it really did. It let everyone see up for it. Even a bit of how it's really saw the, nick, the nicking of the water bottle. We, yeah, we enjoyed that. We need a refreshment. We understand. <laughs> yeah. We need the water. He didn't say anything, but he gave me one look. <laughs> <laughs> look now, all you're doing is you're keeping your fans refreshed. We appreciate it. We've been drinking all day, so we needed some water. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. He don't do anything anyway apart from letting him in. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, that was funny. That was. One, yeah. yeah, one thing I've got to ask. I think it's on Twitter, so not bad for the fat boy. Where's this come from? <laughs> uh, occasionally, especially actually against Ramsgate away, we've called the fat boy. So, yeah. you know, even sweeter, isn't it? Even yeah. sweeter. No, that's why. I wasn't sure it was it was a nickname by our players or their players. <laughs> no, no, not our players. Thankfully, I don't think I'd stick around if they were all calling me fat every week. <laughs> Give them a slight call you worse. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've taken the honour of that job. So then you'd probably give them a slap, wouldn't you, Ben? <laughs> don't know if I'd slap them, but yeah, I'd give it a bit back. Keep out the side, <laughs> play well, keep them out the side. Yeah, exactly. Who is winning the fight in the squad? <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, what, just what is Christmas the special? Such, yeah, I'm, just, yeah, I'm back at Dorsey. I reckon he's quite filthy. Dorsey's filthy. He's quite. Probably. Well, yeah, uh, prone to a few, I would say. Um, big fella. Yeah. Um, Not uh, Finn. Uh, he's Elfick, a blooming beast. Strong very strong man. So. I'd say Dorsey and Gaz would definitely be right up there. You know, King Kenny loves a scrap as well, I'd say. So, it's not yeah. a squad you want to fight, is it? 
no, no, yeah. we didn't think. But... What about what about Ollie Black? Oh no, he don't throw with his arms, does he? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, know. John. No, Colin Killer was brilliant. He's probably a bit like um, what was that show? Um, oh, I've forgotten it now. Where they cut up all the body parts? That's Ollie Black. That's what he's a bit like. We all think he's like a secret murderer or something. Oh, Dexter. That's the one. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does he cut him up with, though? There you go. <laughs> well, you know, he's truncheon. He's <laughs> truncheon. <laughs> well, Ben, look, it's, it's an absolute pleasure coming on, mate. Um, we we were just we just moved off the Ramsgate game. We were looking forward to the Whitehawk and Lansing games. I mean, you must you must yeah. be well raring to go against Whitehawk. It's, you yeah, definitely. I mean, just thinking about the Whitehawk game earlier, and I think I don't know. Every time I've played them, the last six or seven times, I think I've scored. To be honest, so mm. again, you know, just a bit more confidence, even or self belief, and everything's going well. It's just want to get the job done against them, and then again move on to Lansing, who had a good result of the weekend, and you know they're not going to be any mugs. So we just got to keep steaming on, really, and keeping positive, keeping fresh. There's a lot of good competition now in the team, so. And um, Gaz isn't scared to um, chop and change. So it really is competition time, especially. Well, you need it. You need healthy competition because yeah. the moment you get comfortable is the moment it all goes wrong, really. And and you need a good quality squad with the winter months coming as well, don't you? Definitely, yeah. The pitch is getting oh. heavier and... Injury, a bit tired, maybe, or even a bit too much turkey, too much drinking. You know, it can um, yeah. definitely help. They have a nice, fresh, fresh pair of legs. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Well, talking of fresh pairs of legs, um, Ben, how's, <laughs> how's being a dad? Uh, are, you, are you getting the sleepless nights yet, or are they uh, not nothing, happened yet? Nothing too sleepless as such. There is sleep. Oh, well done. Um, yeah, he gets a good few hours, probably in blocks. Started off sort of three, three and a half. Sometimes he's four or five. What are you looking well at? Done. What? <laughs> she's getting great. She does the night shifts mainly. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm all right. I get my sleep. Before games, she lets me stay in the spare room so I get my full night's sleep ready for football. Oh, but, um, love her, love but, her, mate. Um, oh, that's it. Yeah, no, nah, he's good. He's good. He's good lad. That sounds more like getting kicked out. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, j- well, you just uh, Ben. We'd just love to have you on. If, if no one's got anything else to to ask you, just just one question. Great Christmas. Sorry, Adam. Go on, please. Yeah, just one quick question. Can you try and get Kenny Pope to score some more goals? Because we need to get Robbie the tattoo of his face on his back. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I can't do much in any influence on that. Unfortunately, I'm the one keeping out the squad a bit, but um, <laughs> we'll see. He's doing great in he can. He comes on, gets his assists or goals. He's got massive influence on the team. So, yeah, you never know. Fingers crossed he'll um, sort you out, but we'll see. We'll have to wait and see on that one. If rumours correct, have you got a pointy hat? I don't have any pointy hats at all, no. <laughs> because I'll have I, to change that. I was just thinking of Hastings United. Yeah, Christmas coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A wizard's hat or something, yeah. <laughs> I've never been known as a wizard, so but the pointy hat, yeah, no. I'd, uh, I'd, well, a fair few might buy them, but I wouldn't think they'd be um, record-breaking. 
Man, have a little college cardinal. Still claret, it's the right colour. Be behind the stand, be grand. <laughs> the, the claret. Yeah, be, be a good look, wouldn't it? Five hundred people in pointy hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just not, not the white ones. Ben Pope is magic going around. <laughs> I knew he'd go there. Yeah. I knew he'd go there, Leon. <laughs> yeah, you think the clan rally behind us? No, oh, no. That would scare me off, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Ben, yeah, Ben. Can I just ask? Um, um, we did ask earlier, but you know, we we kicked to the other end in this match. What are your thoughts on having the second half into the Cold War? Uh, I think I think we all preferred it. To be totally honest, um, you got a little bit of a slope on there, haven't you? So you get that little bit of momentum, which in second halves can be massive, especially like a little slope can um, make it a lot easier at times or feel easier anyway um, and I'll be honest it's a smaller stand so because you get more of you down there the noise is a bit bit stronger I think because it's such a big stand up the other end isn't it and going and down down fire. towards a bit more noise I think it really does spur everyone on a bit so that might be something that we look to um, do ourselves anyway switch that round yeah yeah it's just it's just for the winning goal celebration second half it was excellent wasn't it yeah no it was it's different class yeah great scenes on a saturday afternoon so ben pleasure have a fantastic christmas merry christmas uh, ben and, to you and your family yeah thank you very much I, I hope you all have a great one, christmas well and see you all on um next monday yep i suppose Brilliant. Some of all of you. Yeah. yeah nice and local <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having me on, yeah, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, Ben. Thanks, Thanks. Ben. Take care, Thanks. mate. Thanks very much. Stay well done for coordinating it, getting those guys on. But, um, yeah. What do you think about changing the badge back to the real one? Well, um, that one. What have I got behind me? <laughs> he never lets it go. Go on. I mentioned <laughs> the ground as well. Go on. And the ground. What a fantastic ground. Such yes, history. Yes, and is, what's the other thing? Claret and blue, a nice claret and blue strip. Mm. We do have a claret and blue strip. Yeah, we did. We also had a nice kind of similar to West Ham one with a a blue horizontal section in, in the middle of the shirt. That was back in the... 18 what? <laughs> Where, where's his that was when we was called we When was it, Leon? <laughs> Go on, tell us. During the war? Um, it was in black the and Crimean white. Crimean War. <laughs> yeah. I was out in the Russian convoy. It was so cold. <laughs> yes. uh, chaps, what are we all doing for our crimbos? Are we all uh, family? Yeah, family. Sister yeah. over America. Yeah. She might be stuck here because of lockdown. So, oh, okay. uh, there won't be a lockdown. Well, as long as you have cheese and wine, you can't get locked down. Those are the rules. Cheese and wine, you don't get locked down. Ian, you, you, you've been quite poorly. You, you've fully recovered now? Uh, I'm getting there. Yeah, I, I had COVID. I don't recommend it. It was a definite one-star oh, review from me. It's, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. nice. Um, but I'm kind of getting back slowly. The more I hear about this COVID, the more I don't like it. I know. It's, uh, they should tell people, honestly. I really love should. Get bed, the word out it, there yeah. that it's not nice. I maybe they should think about making a vaccine for it. Yeah, maybe. Um Chaps, unless uh, we've got anything sensible to say, I'll um, end it here. And that is why Carter hates all women. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why we're going to make white hats. (laughs) 
So Leon uh, on Sat <laughs> on Saturday. On Saturday, we had uh, Hastings United Bar Me Army T-shirts that seem to have gone down exceptionally well. Yeah, uh, I've had. A, I've uh, yeah. Oh, Robbie will get his. Yeah, mine's mine's in the wash because it got a little bit dirty. Yeah, mine's um, washed. It's an audio platform, so people listening can't see it. But <laughs> yeah, but well, I was going to put this got, out. Yeah, so the, it's got the Hastings United badge on the front and on the back. It's just got white writing, kind of curved Hastings United Bar Me Army. Um, a little gimmick. I did it as a sort of Christmas present to the people coming out on Saturday, but it seems to have gone down so well. More people want it. So if you want to get hold of a T-shirt, um, I think they're like £7 or £7.50 each, depending on which size you need. Um, we're going to have hoodies available. They're £25 for a pullover and £35 for a zip-up hoodie. It's going to be a one-time only thing. I'm just doing it the once like via work. Can you do me a cardigan? <laughs> Can I do you a cardigan? Uh, probably. Uh, probably. I'll have to check my supplier if they, they yeah. do uh, do nice pink cardigans for you. Mm. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> but um, no, just message me. You'll find me on Facebook, Adam Carter, or ask, you know, find me at the games because um, I'm going to put the order in after Christmas. So come and find me if you want to get one. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were really good. I was very jealous looking at the back of them the whole idea was is for that so many people could be wearing them behind the stands and we could just all look great and i was going to get scott white to take photos of us in the second half yeah but like, we were all drunk yeah i know but that i was barely remember I, don't, I do not remember um the finn's chance the first half i was that drunk just don't well, remember it john i i you know you said you you saw us walking down into town i didn't remember that at all i, I that was me yeah, it was you walking down yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I broke. I broke my finger with a silly hat on. Now you've broke your finger. Yeah, I broke my finger at the game on Saturday, and I don't know how. Talking of drinking, I saw. Um, I was in the Nelson on Saturday. Oh, uh, out on a football do, and it was um the Sydney veterans team walked in, and I can hear the you know all this talking. That's people dancing on tables. I hear this loud voice banging on about West Ham, West Ham this, West Ham that. <laughs> oh, it's got to be. Yeah, I didn't stay <laughs> long enough to see if he ended up dancing on the tables. But <laughs> he, was a, he, was he probably a would have. Oh, dear. I doubt. Oh, our promotion party going to be so good because Heritage is going to follow the teams wherever they go and just watch the entertainment unfold. Yeah. Yeah. Chaps, an absolute pleasure. Obviously, I'm not going to see you before Christmas. Have a fantastic Christmas, you and your families. So a uh, big, uh, big love to Adam, Leon, Ian, Robbie and John. As always, all year round, you're there for us. Uh, loving Hastings also coming on, coming on the round tables as well. Uh, lucky yeah. I don't do the outtakes anymore because that sounds a bit dodgy. Genuine well done, Chris, for all the work that you put into this and you've kept it going and it's grown and grown. So, you know, and it's... Apart from your voice, it's quite interesting. <laughs> it started so nice. It started so nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and on, and on, you on should that. get carers allowed so <laughs> to deal with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an absolute pleasure. It's a pleasure to be around this fan base and a pleasure to be around you people. I, I love Hastings. Love your fans. It's, it's a great time to be a fan as well. So, fellas... See you at the game. Thank you very much, Chris. It was the Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Have a good one, guys. Bye. And that's it for another week, you fans. And may I wish all of you 
and your families a very, very Merry Christmas. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like. But definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week, and see you at the game. And as ever, seeing as he was on the first one, I'll leave the last words to Mr. Gasson. Hello, Chris. How you've managed to drag and scrape your way to 50 episodes, no one will ever know. A podcast that slags off fans of the same club, relies on the Wi-Fi of Kev Towner for it to be successful. Uh, just well done on even getting this far. Um, hope this is the last episode, to be honest. A bit tired of coming on to these roundtables whilst you insult your fellow fans. Don't take into consideration some of the great ecological work of other clubs, such as the Great White Hawk. Um, really, you need to be looking around the leagues and seeing what the other podcasts are doing and, and improve. But if this is the last one, well, it's been it's been fun.